I get an amen around here. Amen. amen. Today is part two of our special with the fabulous queens from RuPaul's Drag Race. One of the most controversial developments on the third season of the reality TV show was the faction formed by queens who call themselves Heathers and call the other contestants Booger Queens. How did that all go down, and does Stacey Lane Matthews really buy what Raja said? Join us as we go inside their secret walled garden of glittery delights, as Mimi I'm First, India Farah, and Stacey Lane Matthews share with us the behind-the-scenes secrets of the hit reality TV show. Listen as we unlock the liquor cabinet and get these girls to talk about what you need to do if you want to get on RuPaul's Drag Race. And once you get on the show, how do you make the most of your newfound success? Which queens have had work done? Which ones should you watch out for? And is it true if you piss one of them off, you'll get banned off the show for life? I'm Fausto Fernos. I'm Mark Fillion. And this is Feast of Fun. Today's show is part two of a two-part show with the queens of RuPaul's Drag Race. We begin today's show with Mimi I'm First talking about what her career is like now that the show Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Is over. And the real competition begins. Hey, like listen, that. at the end of the day, that I think that the real the real competition begins at right. the end of the show. Because if you, really? if you have your business and you're smart, you, you're smart. And if you are doing things to remain relevant in the real world, then that's the real test. Well, let me ask you this, because some of the more established drag queens, you know, the, the how should we say the older generation, the people old that you... Guard. The old, old guard. The old guard. Say, uh, uh, I don't want to name any names. Let's just call her Jackie... Um, Coco Rhythm. Jackie Rhythm. Coco Peru. They rhyme with, they rhyme with, with smacky feet and, and moco. <laughs> Lady Bunny. Well, Shady no, Honey. Well, one of them said, like... Heclina, uh, lip, Peaches Christ. for my life, I'd rather die. And they kind of... Some them complain that you girls are, are getting all the gigs, but all you do is come out and do like two songs and uh, get a paycheck and walk away. Well, that's not me. No, I don't have interest in that. I, I hate know. that. I hate it when a club like a, a lot of the girls who do uh, who do travel around they do do that, and that's fine. Yeah. But that's like so not for me. You know, when I, I'd rather come and give you entertainment. You know, does it feel like ants fighting over a breadcrumb? Though it's like you know. There's so many people out there who love drag in all shapes and sizes and expressions. Why, why be attacked? You know, 
old guard and new guard. And by the way, to all the queens that we just mentioned, I just joking. I adore you guys. Well, I love all the. I mean, yeah. all, you know, if there before Drag Race, there's a very small handful. I mean, obviously, there's RuPaul. RuPaul has achieved a level of success in her career that no other drag queen in the history of the world ever has. Um, and there's still even a ceiling above that that she hasn't tapped yet. Mm-hmm. But under that, you have you know your Lady Bunnies and your your Coco and your Jackie Bead and Varla. You know, and I always say like if something awful were to happen to RuPaul, like who would host the show? Do you know what I mean? Like there's no, I will, I will, I will. No, I, I mean that as a compl- I mean that as a compliment to Ru because I think she's been really smart and she's done something with her career that a lot of people want to. Uh, and up until Drag Race, there was there was no way to get that mm-hmm. level of success. And so, uh, you know, basically, you know, the question is like, what does this do for the for the world of drag from here on out? You know, I appreciate it because, you know, I also have to say it's like I really like all the other judges, uh, even even uh, what is that? The, her drug dealer. What's his name? Uh, Santino. Santino. <laughs> like, Just kidding. He's like, you know, not as douchey this season as he's been in other seasons. Well, I mean, they're really, really nice to me. Yeah. He's yeah. like totally yeah. like actually giving you guys like interesting feedback. Because I think he finally gets dragged now. He wasn't he got, on there he gets much. It. He's starting to get it. He wasn't on? He wasn't uh, he was on there much. like half the time. Yeah. Billy B was Billy B, who Billy absolutely B. loved each and every one of us. Oh, God. Joking. I was just so happy uh, Michelle was on the show. <laughs> right. I love I, Michelle. I, I Michelle adore Massage. 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 She... Uh, she's wonderful, isn't she? She's ba- she's a drag queen. She like, could host right. that show she if RuPaul died. Gorgeous. I love her too. I love her. She's insane. RuPaul, like, you better s- watch your back because oh. Massage, she got your back, but only isn't so that far. Her best friend, though. Yeah. yeah. Well, they've been friends for years, and I think that's, that's what, how that's all what makes about Michelle. Eve. That's what makes Michelle such a great judge because she has been around Ru and she, she legitimately. She's not afraid. No, but she lived in New York and she was really a part of that culture in the 90s, you know, uh, and she just comes from that world that she really, really gets. I've had some amazing conversations with Michelle and I just think she's really smart did the judges ever give you any advice that you actually have put to use no no (laughs) (laughs) well you got uh, you got said uh, India that what is it they said uh, that uh, drag was never too much right that you had done something they too told much. Me that I was too much. Well, you're wearing. I love the the exaggeration of your makeup. It's, Thank you. It, it's very Lion King. To me, that's what drag, drag is. Rafiki. Drag is too much. It always has been too much. It always will be too much. New school, old school, whatever it is. It will but is a regional thing? Like, the, do, do you guys feel like as you travel, you get you know sort of like there's towns that you feel more comfortable in, Stacy? Well, not really. I mean, I think it's all about the crowd and the energy of... Every place is so different. It's yeah. like the contestants on Drag Race, apples and oranges, how do you compare them, you yeah. know? Well, I mean, you're from Back Swamp, North Carolina. Yes. So you go back there and perform in your in your clubs and, and stuff. You're we're not in Back Swamp. And- <laughs> but I mean... There's you know, no club in Back Swamp. Hell no. Hey. White Castle. <laughs> so you haven't done a show since in Back Swamp since you've been on the on Well, the we don't have a show. We, I have to drive to my... How far do you have to drive? 45 minutes? 45 minutes, yeah. honey. So how did you drive? Dress up in drag like your first time in Back Swamp. Picking corn. No. Like <laughs> Bitch, I was in the tobacco field. <laughs> but I mean, is, is, there's no gay scene, or like, was there like no, a pageant? No, it's just it's a community. It's outside of Lumberton, which is okay. Lumberton's about um, 30 minutes from Fayetteville. So I would, you know, put my makeup on, go to a friend's house, do makeup, and get in the car and pump, honey, with all my queens and my children. Hanging out of the parking lot at the grocery store? <laughs> oh, drinking hell, beers. no, honey, no, ma'am. What did, what did what'd you do? Like when you got dressed up as a young uh, woman, you know, young guy. You know, just go out and explore the scene, and I started doing shows, and 
started getting into the whole thing. Started out junior house cast at my club and then eventually moved up and became show director. And then I auditioned for this show called Repulse Track Race. But you guys I've are performing in small da, 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 towns da. and big cities, too. Yeah, is, there, is there any difference between the urban and the rural kind of scene? Well, I think you have, you know, uh, people... Because I think just because you're on RuPaul's Drag Race that you can't go to a small town because you have fans there, too. You have to expose yourself to everyone because right. everyone wants a part of mm-hmm. of what they see on TV. And so that's what we have to give them. That's our job as entertainers. I think my favorite shows have been in like some of the smallest right. towns in the middle of nowhere. Like Just amazing people, amazing crowds. Like just what town? Fun. My my favorite show is in Bangor. I mean, like I Where's was in, Bangor. It's in, it's in the middle of Maine, and literally the bar is <laughs> it's the Sparkle Therapy, and it's uh, the old pub inside of a Howard Johnson's. So uh, <laughs> I always I always call it the Howard Johnson's Gay Resort and Casino. And literally, you know, I went down. I it's kind of nice, actually. I've been, I've been there twice yeah. now and since the show, and I remember. Uh, Going down, and I peeked in the bar before, when I checked in, and I was like, oh, this is cute. I'm going to do the show, like, in the corner by the pool table. And we went down for a sun check, like, oh, no, the show's in the conference room. Like, could you not, like, Ooh. full-on bat mitzvah setup? Um, but they <laughs> turned it. Like, it, like just, like, the people were sitting on the floor. Like, who sits on the floor to watch a drag show? And they just were so appreciative, you know? And that's it's the reality. People love drag everywhere. 35,000 people. Well, and I got to tell you, too, is like I'm always amazed whenever I go out to see any of the, uh, the, the queens from RuPaul's Drag Race. It's like you guys really are television stars and the, and the mm-hmm. public just like treats you like that. I mean, it's the, the Beatles of drag. Yeah, I mean, it's right. the Beatles of drag. And people are just like, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm seeing you here in person. It's just I mean, I'm kind of a little flabbergasted right now. Looking I ain't scared of any of you. Dylan Ong on Facebook wants to know who should have won. I think Manila because I'm Asian, too. But then again, past winners just end up much not much of a career anyways. Sigh. Well, I'm white, so I think I should have won. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm the only Native American so to you ever be won. on the show. So. What tribe? <laughs> the Lumbee tribe. Lumbee. And uh, Mimi, do you think you should have... Mimi's, like, dying over there. No. <laughs> <laughs> and the runners uh, seem to get cast on Drag U. Are any of you going to be in Drag U? Uh, no, you're not. But no. So do you guys feel like, in a way... You were spared some sort of torture by not winning. No, we're all doing amazing things. No, I mean, yeah. We didn't have to win to be, you know, successful because we all have our own things going on. You know, Mimi's doing because the winners thing. usually don't do so well. Right. It's just like American Idol. If yeah. you win American Idol, you don't hear the winner. I yeah, think it's but, arbitrary. I don't think it matters. Like it seriously, matter. I, I it does. I I think you could win, you could lose, mm-hmm. you could you know seriously not even you know. Basically, the point is that it's all in what you do with it. Persistence. If you're smart, and it does RuPaul's Drag Race, you could win, and it still is not going to you know all of a sudden make you a huge, you know, gigantic success. You have to work for it, right? Uh, James Duke says, "I hear Shangela still can't do her makeup. Is that true?" <laughs> <laughs> yes, the, the pause answered it. No, Shangela can paint. No, Shangela can paint her own face. Like, well, you guys why, is at, so, why is there such like a focus? Like, like you guys why? are going to be at Pride Fest Milwaukee next weekend with Shangela. Oh. We can go to her dressing room and La say, Quifa. and La see Lake. what is going on. Are you doing your eye makeup or not? Okay, but here's here's the thing. I don't care, and I don't think it should matter. Like, oh, oh, there's so many different types of drag, and uh, who? Ca- some of the most entertaining. 
queens I've seen in my life. There's a queen in New York. Her name is Busted. Okay, that's her. It's it's not just a name. It's a lifestyle. And she puts she takes red eyeshadow and she does this, smears it across her face. Her shoes are duct taped, and she is one of the best entertainers I've ever seen in my life. Drag is not about what you look like. It's about what you do. That's why when now when I dress up in drag, I only have one outfit and I wear the same jeans I wear when I'm not in drag. I so wish I could go back time and and create that like busted like character it, like just never too late. it's never too late <laughs> busted is in babies <laughs> uh, Jason Pike are the bigger queens merely cast as cannon fodder for the show or do you guys really think that RuPaul cast a blind eye to size and talent hmm India hmm <laughs> um, I really don't know actually that's a really good question. I mean, obviously they're casting a TV show and they're casting characters. They want diversity. You know, they're gonna. Right. They want like if you go back every year, there's the pretty girl, there's like the Latin queen, there's the bigger girls, there's the Asian queen, there's the club kid, the and queen it's all from about it's all, Egypt. It's all about putting <laughs> which is together the different yeah. types. You know, Stacey. I mean, but do you feel like in any ways that that they were too focused on you know body size or like? Putting you, pigeonholing you into a certain category that you couldn't get out of. Um, I don't think so. I don't, I don't know because no. I know some of the most the most amazing entertainers that I know were plus size, right? So some of the most amazing people that I look up to. My drag mother is a plus size. Girl. Well, yes. before RuPaul came, it was the queen of them all was divine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So well, I just wonder though, does a, does a bigger drag queen on this show? have a chance of getting the top spot. Hell um, yes. Do you think so? Because I, I, I don't know, I just wonder, because sometimes you know, people in marketing, they want that, that stick figure model. Right. You they know. want sex, yes. is what they want. And, and, and a drag queen you can fuck. There's also big sexy. <laughs> a big girl can be sexy, honey. Don't lie. Exactly. I, don't, I think, I don't think beautiful. It, I don't think it matters in the end. Again, it goes back to that thing, what are you going to do with it after? Right. Yeah. It's in your hands. I mean? like, you do what you want to. Mm-hmm. What do you guys like? Think is the biggest misconception people have about what you do? Like I said, mm-hmm. you travel around the country. You're like, do I have to explain this again? <laughs> well, from where I'm from, a lot of people think that drag queens are prostitutes, mm. and I'm no prostitute because you give it away for free. Yeah, she's exactly. a slut, not a prostitute. No, I, I think the biggest misconception that people have and this goes to audience members, to uh, bar owners, the people who hire us, to uh, our friends, people assume that this takes 5 minutes to get ready. They don't understand that the work is is actually not in the performance. The work is in getting ready. Yeah. It's in the makeup. So you guys are I mean cuz right now a lot of people don't realize you guys are all in full drag. Full and it's drag. still daylight outside. It's still daylight <laughs> outside. I mean, we are just so thrilled and honored that you guys have taken the time to come on the show and put painted yourselves. How long did it take for each of you to get ready? It took me about an hour and a half to get completely ready. 45 minutes. I was- <laughs> <laughs> she had to go smoke a cigarette and uh, watch a van. Uh, um, I, I, like, I like two and a half hours to get ready. So yeah, that's where I would looking at your faces. I would peg about that time. Yeah, it's about for me. It's about um, ninety minutes worth of makeup and thirty minutes of getting dressed and thirty minutes of prep. Any time. use of stencils, uh, India? I noticed no. that you have these harsh cheekbones that are like 
like warrior lines. <laughs> right. Um, no, that's actually just like powder. Like I okay. just um, I actually use dark foundation when I start my face, so that's kind of like the setting of my dark yeah. cheeks. Anyone uh, using on the show like the phrase "cooking your face"? Because Mark and I do that I all know, the time. Like my but... bacon cheeks. Yeah. I always say I have bacon strips. Uh, the thing I, I'm, I'm totally going to spook into you here, but this gagged me. Uh, we were in uh, Las Vegas doing a show uh, at Crave, and we were sharing a suite. And I went into the room. That and he was getting ready, and I to ask her some question, and the lights are off, Pitch except black. for her little con air light up yes, makeup ma'am. vanity. And you paint in the dark, and that's what yes. makes your makeup so like bam, right? You know. Yeah. And I, I was not like, paint oh. with light behind me, above me, nothing like that. What? So you paint in the dark? Completely dark. Why? Yeah. Um, I've always have. Like my husband always goes to sleep when he travels with me because all the lights are off, so it's like really no use to. For him to stay up. Um, I can't have, like, overhead lighting. I need, like, just that front lighting so I can see. Because when I'm on stage, it's a spotlight. You know what I'm saying? That's... Let's talk about your relationship different. with your uh, husband. Okay. You guys are, are married. I mean, he just looked over here and gave this big smile. Uh-huh. He's a gorgeous man. He loves when I talk about him. Let's talk about your relationship, <laughs> India. Knock that fire down, 19. Copy, Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19, all new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Uh, like, how did you guys come together? Um, one of my friends at that time um, worked with him at Frisch's Big Boy, and we were what, just going what is to that. The- it's That's a restaurant. A place, yeah. I like um, a place with the title of Big Boy. Exactly. See? The, the, <laughs> Rob, it's a Rob's Big Boy. Right. It's something like that, yeah. Okay. It's um, a restaurant. Mm-hmm. It's a, a burger, burger joint. Place. It was yeah. Albie's where I grew up. Albie's uh, Big Boy. It was okay, Albie's. and so, so he was a waiter? Or yeah, he was, he a, was a waiter cook. there. But um, we were just going to the club one night, and we swung by and picked him up at his apartment, and I was in the back seat, and we just became really best friends, and he spent the night. We didn't do anything, because I was a good Christian lady. Um, we actually watched a He's drag tape. He's shaking his head right now. <laughs> we um, watched a drag video, Miss Gay America, when Alyssa Edwards won um, the next morning because I got it in the mail and we just laid in bed and watched drag. He actually didn't believe me when I showed him a drag picture of me. He was like, that's not you. And I did was you like, know you did drag yeah. when, when you met him? No. Uh-uh. I had to tell him, like, it was probably, what, like 20 minutes into the car ride. Because you're surprisingly hot out of drag. Oh, whatever. So, um, oh. I mean, do you, because when I start, started dating Mark, um, we he was not doing anything. And I was known for being a drag queen. And all my drag queen friends said, be careful, because she's going to want to dress up, too. <laughs> and uh, and, and well, finally, actually, Mark is a drag queen now, but it's like, and well, he, she can actually do her own makeup. Well, funny story. I actually like asked him like in the car before we even got to the club. I said, "Do you want to do drag? Do you have any like idea like of that like you want to put on a dress or a wig, makeup, anything?" And he said, "Absolutely not." And I said, "Okay, good." Would Great. you date him if he if he did want to do drag? Um, I don't know. <laughs> what do you say over there? Right. Would you um, date him if he dress, wants to dress up? In it's dress. a slippery slope. Once right. you start putting on that lipstick, then the next thing you know, it's like full on dress. If That's, it was like now, then I would probably say yeah because I've like fallen in love with him and I've gotten to know like who oh. he is inside. Oh, hold on a second. It's <laughs> like so you were expecting so him to ha- to put aside all the c- shenanigans you do, <laughs> but if he does any shenanigans, you can't handle it. Oh, he does shenanigans. Trust me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> 
Sound effects by, by uh, Stacy Lynn Matthews. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, seriously, like, do you feel like you held a double standard to your boyfriend that you're not? Um, I probably did at that time, and I really didn't mean to. It's just that. I've never felt that I could be in a relationship with another drag queen because it would always be competition. Like, that's how I don't understand Manila and Sahara. But apparently it works, you know. But, like, I need a man figure in my life. You know what you got to do with your with your man who wants to dress up in drag? Say, baby, I love you, but I'm not going to help you with your makeup today. <laughs> you got to do it yourself. Is that what you said? Yeah, I did. And, he, I and now Mark's actually better at putting on makeup because I am like turned. I've sort of de-evolved in drag and now I'm like slathering duct tape and lipstick onto my face. Deconstruction. You know? Deconstruction. Deconstruction. It's just, you know, after doing it for 25 years, I mean, how you guys have been doing it as long as I have. I'm right? going on 12 at, years. At least 47 years. I'm at, almost 10. Yeah, and at a certain point in time, either, okay, I'm going to transition, I'm going to get plastic surgery, or I'm just going to give up. (laughs) Or get it tattooed on. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) You guys worked with RuPaul, and what I think I find interesting is is his navigation of when he's in costume and makeup and when he's not. Do you guys get any insight into somebody who's been around and in drag for so, so long? I mean, this is a guy, this is a guy who was in drag when we were all children mm-hmm. in music videos in the Love Shack B-52s mm-hmm. music video that RuPaul's banging out there I actually with remember the that, and I remember watching Tu Wong Fu and her coming down in that red, white, and blue gown, and I was like, I want to be that girl. So nervous I could just Then mommy's spit. like, it's a man. But you get kind of pragmatic, like, yes. don't you? After right. time goes by, you're like, okay, I can do this fast. I'm not going to put on this kind of eyelashes, right. because that takes 15 minutes, and I'd rather have 15 minutes sucking cock. I don't think that drag queens think that, because I think that we do it because we love that part of it. Right. That's part of the fun. But then, you know, 10 years of having that kind of fun, mark my words, you get pragmatic. Or you hire somebody to do it for you. I think it just, depend, it just depends on what drag is for you. If drag is something that you're doing because it's fun, then it's fun. If drag is right. something that is your business, then you, like any other business person, you have to treat it like it's business. You wouldn't be doing the show on tin cans. Right. Now that I have your attention, I want to remind you that today's show would not be possible if it wasn't for people like you. Your financial support of this podcast makes it possible. Go to feastoffun.com slash donate and make a contribution if you haven't done so already, honey, because we need the money, honey, to make the show funny. Today's show is also brought to you in part by Pride Fest Milwaukee. Join us this June 10th through the 12th at the nation's largest showcase of LGBT music and talent at Pride Fest in Milwaukee on the Summerfest grounds. There's going to be over 150 acts. Woohoo! Monique's going to be there. Hi, babies! With her body double. Hi, babies! With Stacey Lane Matthews. Hi, babies! <laughs> also, uh, Shangela's going to be there. She's performing before Can her. Can I get a hallelujah? Ooh, salt and pepper. Ah, uh, ah, uh, push it. Carmen Carrera is going to be on before that. Where's the booze around here? Pam Ann. Hello, welcome to my airplane. And by airplane, <laughs> I mean vagina. <laughs> no, that's Devin Green. She'll oh, be on Friday welcome and Saturday. On, welcome to my vagine, darling. <laughs> and Chris Crocker. Mm, now he's a top. No, he's just a bottom. Yeah, but he's on the top of the iTunes music charts. Oh, he is. And you get to hear his music live. Wow. Visit pridefest.com to get a discount on your next tickets. Don't forget, it's June 10th through the 12th in the Summerfest grounds in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Visit pridefest.com. We'll see you there. 
We're staying at the Double Tree, room 602. That's not our room. Yeah. Or maybe it is. Maybe it might be. <laughs> Hang out in the hotel lobby if you want to buy these girls some drinks, because they get very thirsty. Well, like, look at Jackie Beach. She hasn't changed that makeup. And, I mean, she has that look, and she does that look, and that's what she does. She says that and she's gotten faster, though, through the years as she does it more and more. Oh, yeah, right. you definitely, oh, yeah. definitely and you find shortcuts on how to right. do it, you know? And like yeah. Mimi said, I'm actually a mixture of both because I love doing this, but I've also created a business out of it. Yeah. I actually own my own business. So, what is you your know, business? Um, I just create Crisis. costumes. <laughs> Well, is it like what you're wearing right now? Is that yeah, something made? Yeah. It's um, gorgeous. I create all wigs, hair, costumes. Um, and I your tits look fantastic Thank in them. Thank you. It's the new Boobs for Queens. Now, these, are the, these are the what famous. That? That's boobsforqueens.com. Did you hear that? What was Did that? Did you hear that, Stacey? <laughs> boobs for I don't get it. So uh, some women who actually have had breast cancer mastectomies are actually like looking to drag queens for inspiration on how to look their best because they're missing a boob. Right. And maybe, I mean, does this company actually produce like half breasts? Um, I'm sure they could. Um, the guy is amazing. Um, mm-hmm. His name is Sharon Share Alike. He's on Facebook. Look him up. Or boobsforqueens.com. <laughs> Sharon Share Alike. Right. It's so crazy. Um, she was so sweet. She emailed me after the show and was like, thank you for like all the publicity blah 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 I would love for you to try a new set um, they're this much blah 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 and I was like well I gotta have them because the old set is actually like around 14 pounds and the new one actually has some kind of filling inside and they're like they probably weigh 3 pounds yeah they weigh nothing can you, so which would have been easier on Mimi to pick bit? me up with these on it's much easier much easier can you slap so, your tits a little bit do you want me to like make noise no I'm just trying to see how they jiggle <laughs> That looks, oh, work it, pop it. That looks really have, good. Isn't that crazy? You and you got showing her nipples. Wait, yeah, what, ha- what happened when you were in? Um, <laughs> when you were in, uh, in? Where were you? Denver? Oh my god! The I was altitude? in Denver in the altitude. I went to do a show with Juju. No, wait. This, <laughs> oh is, god, a great, no. this is great. Oh my no god! Way. I had these on my carry-on, and I got off the plane. We went to the hotel, and you know, I unpack everything before we go to eat and all that. And I look at my titties, and they're huge. They like went from like a D cup <laughs> to like a Q or something. <laughs> And I was like, what happened? Like, did someone, like, insecurity? Did they do something? And it was the altitude. And did they stay big the whole time they you were there? They stayed big the whole time. And actually, the left one was bigger. And even people said that. Ask Mariah and ask Juju. Because <laughs> I was like, weird. something is not right. And as soon as I got home, they were back to regular size. It was so crazy. I'm actually a size six. So. <laughs> It's the uh, altitude. George, it's the altitude. <laughs> We're only 700 feet above, above sea water here. So. George Litton wants to know. Somebody's Who's the asking, baby daddy? Uh, he's actually kind of handsome. Uh, if it's not too late, mm. A.S. Stacy, what type of guy does mm. she like? Oh. Puerto Rican poppy. Uh, well, he's a white guy. She, li- she likes that fresh I'm out of jail, beat me up, put it down the stairs kind of look. So uh, when you come to Cleveland, uh, he'd love ooh. to grab dinner with you. Oh. All right. Well, hit me up on Facebook. I mean, are you guys like you guys are on Facebook and you respond to all your uh, emails yes, and absolutely. messages and stuff yeah. as much as we can. We get yeah. so. And many. even if I can't, then my husband is a wonderful husband, and he like replies to people like if I'm working on stuff. Right to Nick, he's hot. <laughs> <laughs> so he like responds like he reads the message to me while I'm like sewing or something, and he's like, "What do you want to say?" back and he like messages them back for me because you're quasi literate you know so quasi you know so let me ask david butler says there are very few people in the world that i could stand to be around 24 7 how did you all not go crazy we did, did actually. We did, did go did crazy. Did you see the show? That when was we got the back idea. To our room. Lock us in a room for 12 hours a day. And it's it's all, the entire show is is centered around the concept 
of doing things that will make you how overreact. Much, how much you know? can you take? So, like, when you get there the, for the first two days, they put you in a hotel room. You get there within the first five minutes, and they say, we'll, we'll take your phone now. You're not allowed to have a computer with you or anything, no internet. And they, and they take the hotel and they take And they take all your luggage, so all you have your nothing. And, and they're like, it. we'll be back. Here's your burger. Close we don't the door. know when. Here's your burger and milkshake. <laughs> and I, so, so it's like think, prison. I, I think the first, the first Hence two, why the I first said two days when we I didn't leave. The door, girl, prison, honey. Do you remember talking yeah. about that? I was mm-hmm. like, well, why didn't you guys like you know you guys are used to just tucking your dicks up your butts. Why don't you just stick a cell phone in there? <laughs> I think some, uh, some of them. I did, think some honey. of them did. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and set it on vibrate. All these pockets <laughs> on my body here, and I should have put a computer. And <laughs> you could have gotten yourself a little compact. It's very strange. Like it's very interesting because we, we, you know, we're on Facebook and Twitter yeah. and all that stuff all the time. And to, you know, we take it for granted, and you don't realize when someone takes it away from you, like how unnerving it is right. to not have contact to your friends and your family and the people that you surround yourself with. Technologic, honey. Well, yeah. and then be able to process all this stuff because it's kind of like boiling in lot. your head and not to be able to talk about it with anybody. Oh, and amongst each other. Exactly. I mean, when we're not filming, they, oh, we can't they, they, they'll put us in the van. Imagine 12 Ice. drag queens in a van, and then they tell you you can't talk to each other. Ice. Ice. Really? Ice. Ice. Stacy, ice. Ice. What do you mean ice? They would I'm say like, ice, meaning you can't ice? talk. Like, shut the like, hell shut up. Ice. Up. Ice. So what would happen if somebody broke the rules? It was this like you know those oh, it was teen concentration times. camps. They would <laughs> force you into the ground and break your kneecaps. Well, were they they weren't going to send us home because then they wouldn't have a show. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, so they were like. So we would like whisper to each other. But don't you think after like a first couple of weeks, you're like, what are you going to do? Are you really going to like th- send me? Well, the home? thing is, they don't want to miss anything. And in my opinion, they should like film like 24 hours like Big Brother yeah. and have like RuPaul's because Drag Race the best after com- dark. the best conversations happened when we weren't. Filming. Exactly, and yeah. that was probably we had like some the best great, TV ever. We had some really great, amazing times. Yeah. What kind of insight did you guys find about, like, discover about yourselves? <laughs> that was awkward Sorry. silence. That was more awkward than Mariah Carey's career. I I think I figured out I was a little bit more shy than what I thought I was. Really? Yeah. yeah and I'm not like I'm not that way at home. But you know, just coming to Los Angeles and, and meeting all these queens and. It was kind of intimidating at first, but I was like, "What the? Where the hell am I at?" It was very, I mean, yeah, it was very hard to like meet like twelve other girls that I've never met. Well, other than Alexis, I've met her before, mm-hmm. um, and then like try to get along with them or try to hate them right away, just to like kind of make good TV. So I didn't want to play that part, and it was very like difficult to. You know, get to know them on camera, but then it was much better off camera. Yeah. But they didn't get to see that. Like, we would talk about where we performed, mm-hmm. how our families were, what it was like, and I guess that's why they didn't want us to talk off camera. I, le- I actually learned to not be as trusting and as giving. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it was very strange for me because when I was, fil- when I was filming the show, you know, my, my, uh, my degree in, from school is in producing and directing. So I was... I was participating in and having this mindset of a director and a producer and going, well, I know how to give you good TV. And I thought that if I gave that to them, I would be rewarded because I knew what they wanted. I knew they wanted ratings, but you don't know why you pissed them off. I have no idea. I cannot figure it out. Like, seriously. I, well, it, they're never going to tell was, you. No, and it, it was, yeah. it's very strange because, you know, I, I, like, I get a lot, of, a lot of hate mail from a lot of people, and it was really hard when the show was airing for me. I, it, was, it, was, it was genuinely very difficult. Um, yeah, and, you went, were really depressed. Oh, yeah, for a long time. You know, when you get emails that people just, that you don't even notice, and you're like, 
you're an awful person. And you're like, oh, what? I, like, I don't even know you. And it, and it, it eats at you. Oh, yeah. You know? Did and, you watch the show? Uh, you know, did you answer those emails? I, I, I sometimes, one, I try not to, but once in a while somebody will send you something and I, like, right. I'm, I will read you down to filth. I don't, I don't care. But, you know, the thing is, is that, um, what, uh, what I've learned is just to to trust in myself and believe in myself in, in, in a different way. You know, um, all I ever needed to know, I learned from RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> Don't answer your critics. <laughs> it's very hard not to because they attack you to a point where you want to like go mad. Me and my husband yeah. have like went crazy over it. Well, and, I and we just have to shut the computer. You know what I'm saying? What I didn't understand is that I, I like I understand that to a, a degree. Obviously, the show is edited and it's not going to be 100% real, but I really feel like they really threw me under the bus in a way they've not done to anyone else in the history of the three seasons. You know, it's very strange to walk around in the world and have people you don't know, like, oh, hey, they want to meet you. And then they're talking about you and looking at you like, like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, or friends, you know. Who tell me that like they'll come up to you like is Mimi really that crazy? You know, like it's very strange to have this like new persona that they created for me that everybody thinks is real. You know, it's well I can for, I can uh, vouch that Mimi is that crazy. <laughs> <laughs> this will be the last time we're hearing a piece of fun. I mean, uh, if you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love somebody else? Amen. If you can't have a catchphrase, how the hell are you going to have a show? <laughs> Don't be jealous of my boogie. Glamazon. Because jealousy, like, I would say, like, especially for, for, you know, for LGBT people, I think jealousy is a big issue that we need to. And it's not just internalized homophobia. It's literally feeling like there's only one spot for someone like me in this world. And if I see somebody else like me, I'm going to cut that bitch down. Well, from the get-go, we're taught that we're not as valuable as our straight peers. You know, it's an, it's ingrained in our culture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's it, like marriage equality. Like the the reason why I why I really advocate for it is is not because I believe in the contract of marriage because I think it's not exactly a perfect system, mm-hmm. but because the message that it sends to us when we're growing up that our relationships will not be as valid as our straight peers. So I think that's part of the inherent problem as uh, as queer people, our dating skills are not developed at the same age as our straight peers. So we're like teenagers now. We're horny teenagers. And, and, I'm horny. Eternally. No, but look, I mean, think, yeah. think about, how, think about how, how gay men act, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, not everybody, but like as a majority, like we're not, we don't, we don't have the sort of same standards that the straight community has. Do you think that's an asset, though, maybe? I mean, is the fact that we have kind of a youthful outlook on things because of the fact that we were denied uh, that maturation process in our youth? I think it's 50-50. You know? I mean, listen, no straight person in the world could come up with the the fabulousness that you guys do. Right. Right. You know, and it's like, and I have to say, you know, when straight women dress up in drag, you're like... It's kind of like drag you. You're like, that's really nice. Now bring back the professionals and run. that's why that's why they look to us, honey, to do their yeah. makeup. But it's different. Not, not not everyone. Not any one type of person. Any one person has everything, and that's life. And there's know? diversity, and, and that's the beautiful thing mm-hmm. about it. I mean, do you feel that the world can handle another drag queen competition TV show? Or no, no. This is it, huh? It won't yeah. happen. What about you guys, like, develop it, developing and cultivating your own kind of audience on YouTube or as bloggers or as... 
Because you're you're like a, I mean Mimi, you're doing something phenomenal with Excel, your girl group. Yeah, I you know, I start uh, I started this girl group with uh, two of my uh, friends that we actually met in New York at a karaoke bar. And, uh, you know, basically what we're trying to do is we're trying to challenge people's expectations. You know, as as far as I know, it's the first girl group in history where one of the girls is not actually a girl. You know, you're the one who plays a tambourine in the group. No, I sing. <laughs> no, honey. No, but it's, it's just really <laughs> fun. And, you know, that, basically yeah. what we're uh, trying to do is trying to find a, you know, a part of it is, is about is about uh, can drag me even bigger. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. You know what I mean? Can like you know RuPaul's obviously achieved a level of success that no drag queen has ever done, and we all admire that. But at the same time, we've never had a drag queen, Britney Spears or Lady Gaga, that level of fame, a Spice Girls, a, a worldwide phenomenon. I mean, right. it, it every like Divine broke a ceiling, then Boy George broke a ceiling, then RuPaul broke a ceiling, and no one's broken a ceiling since then. Do we need to be breaking ceilings? I mean, why can't we just be happy with the audience that we do have? Um, I think it's just about time. It's just time. It's just you know we're re- I think we're ready for it. You know, take yeah, it to I another mean, it's level. About creating culture though too. It's like before, like here at the bars, let's say in Chicago, they would bring in a queen from time to time. You know, or n- really not that many entertainers. But ever since like RuPaul's Drag scene has hit the scene, like they bring in you girls all the time. So it's kind of added to that culture. It's elevated other things that's going on because it's actually there's like a this is like a secondary business. She's. RuPaul's Drag Race has completely revolutionized nightlife culture. Prior to Drag Race, bars did not bring in talent, regardless of where they came from, primarily, you know, from all over the place. And and I think that she's really uh, changed the community in a great way. Stacey Lane Matthews, you are channeling Monique in Home Monique on Off-Broadway. Mm-hmm. How you doing? How you doing that, babies? Yes, baby. How, so you actually like are already in rehearsals or no? We're actually you know in the in the process of planning and getting together and so I think it's going to be a success. It's going to be fun, you know. Because you you I mean physically look like Monique oh, in the face, you know. Thank you, honey. It's like and you did a fant- I mean that you're you were casting that show and developing that show based on your impersonation of her on mm-hmm. RuPaul's Drag Race. Well, I thank the Lord, honey, that I've done Monique on the show. Because <laughs> you were thinking of doing Anna uh, Nicole, Anna Nicole well, Smith. Originally, when I left my house and I packed my bags, I said, I'm going to do Monique. And that was it. I just happened to have a blonde wig and some some pink fabric, and I was just going to make a dress because I, I wasn't feeling too sure about Monique. Yeah, because everybody knows who Monique is and her mannerisms and everything. Now, so. how is Monique uh, involved in the show? You, I understand you're going to meet with Monique next week at Pride yeah, Fest Milwaukee. Uh, Milwaukee. Coming up actually this weekend. It's going to be this weekend. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little scared. Don't be scared of her, baby. Just <laughs> let her bring her large and in charge bosoms to you. your face and let touch me, babies. <laughs> touch <laughs> me. That's basically. Like she's your aunt. Yeah, yeah she's your mama. Aunt. 
I hope, she, I hope she welcomes me with open arms. <laughs> she has an entourage right. of ten people coming with her. And I heard she, her body double is a drag queen. So, I mean, if the, the show doesn't work out on Broadway, maybe you could just be her body double. I actually double. know her, her body double. Oh, really? She's from North Carolina. I want to meet this person. I mean, I, I like Monique, Monique, but I really want to meet the body, body double. Wait, wait, she has a body double? She has, she has a body a double, double that's a drag queen. Are you, Are you serious? serious? It's like Queen Amidala and stuff. Is, is, is this true? You're making this up? No, I've done kidding. a show with her, What's in, her Char- name? in Charlotte. Her name's um, Ivy White. Yes. Oh, I know Ivy. Yeah, she um, just did Miss so, Continental Plus. So wait, she stands yeah. in for Monique when... I think it, what happens is that when you win an Oscar... People want to kidnap you and sell you for ransom. Mm-hmm. And so when you're traveling, you know, actually Mark and I both have clones <laughs> that look like us. And we have sex I with have them. I have one too, Delta. Her name's Delta. Delta. <laughs> <laughs> She's a very attractive woman. But it's a, I guess, uh, you know, she feels like she, like Queen Amidala in Star Wars, uh, right. she needs a clone to... If in case she someone tries to kill Monique, they're really killing the twin. But speaking of also clones, India on the first episode of RuPaul's Drag Race, <laughs> you're the, you're you're in the studio first, right? Um, no, Phoenix. Phoenix was. is in there first, and then you walk in, and you and guys have the, almost the same. And they leg. have that dramatic music. I know. And they told me just walk in there, stand, and slowly take your glasses down. And I said, okay, Da-da-da. well, I'm going to listen. I'm like, I'm going to walk in. I believe someone said, take your glasses off, let us see your eyes, or something like that. And then I took them off slowly, and then I saw Phoenix. And I was like, damn it, why does she have on the same fucking hair? You know who else has like, that wig is, is Jade here in uh, Chicago. Jade. Right, everyone has that hair. And the, uh, I can't find anywhere, honey. Where, <laughs> a, lot of girls, a lot of girls that walk the streets at night like to wear that wig because uh-huh. it's, it's like, very easy. it's, it's kind of yeah. attention getting, but it's, it's like, it's, I'm a whore, but I'm not a slut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the yeah. Nene Nash Rihanna hybrid wig. It right. is. Yeah. It's totally that, you know. Um, so, so yeah. So uh, you guys are be at Milwaukee Pride Fest. Do you want to take any more yeah, questions? We can take more questions if you want. Evan Brown wants to know: Was it obvious that Rue picked favorites during taping, <laughs> and <laughs> did it affect how you competed during the show? Well, you know what my favorite line was on the show. Well, you said that last week, Stacey. Oh, mine was, um, all we're hearing are excuses, India. That's all we're hearing. What was yours, Mimi? <laughs> I wasn't there long enough to... <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's, it, you know, it's... it's. Uh, um, um, I need I'll more say that the judging first. is inconsistent because they can praise Alexis for wearing her boobs for queens. Yeah. Um, five challenges in a row. But and then yet, accept their money as sponsorships. Right. But then I wear them for two... I think three episodes, yeah. Three episodes in a row, and I get clocked for them. Yeah. So it's inconsistent when you can tell one person to do one thing and praise them for it, but then clock another girl for wearing the exact same piece of... It's just like hip pads, right? It's just like hip pads. She's wearing hip pads. I'm wearing hip pads. Speaking of hip pads, what is up with Carmen Carrera's ass? Is that like silicone or... Silicone. (laughs) Silicone. Tranny. Tranny. I don't care. I don't. It was like I really well, don't. I, listen, people, like, no, but but like it, like is she is this? Who gives a shit? Well, I just wanted because you know some people just have a little junk in the trunk. So I didn't know. If well, it was as like soon as she took a, off her clothes on day one, I was like, okay, she's had work done. She oh, wasn't like the only obvious. one, honey. Yeah, she wasn't the only. Who one. Who else had work done? Um, well, well, you've had work done. <laughs> Itch, yeah. I just eat fast food, honey. <laughs> Hello. Uh, I've actually had no work done whatsoever. Okay. Yeah. So, no, I you don't want to see who else had work done? I think somebody had their eyes done. Somebody had their ass done. I well, know. we know Venus oh, really? like had several okay. like things done to look like Madonna. 
Well, listen, we want to thank you guys so much for coming with us and sharing in times. And uh, you guys are so charming and lovely. I wish that we could just hang out with you guys for the rest of the tour. And just, well, we're actually going to be with you in uh, in Pride, at Pride Fest Milwaukee. Yay. We're staying in the same hotel uh, with uh, Devin Green, the queen of YouTube, and the other queen of YouTube, Chris Crocker, all oh. in the same hotel. And last year, uh, Bruce Valanche got his fingers up. Uh, What's it? Teriyaki's butthole. Oh wow! <laughs> oh, At the cocktail bar in the in the DoubleTree Hotel. <laughs> so I think we might have to have a little bit of fun over there. Uh, the the question everybody wants to know, and we save this for last: How do I get on that goddamn TV show? What advice do you guys have for the queens who want to get on there? Besides kissing your uh-huh. ass, be real, honey. Be real. I would say be real and be different. Yeah. That think- is so vague and useless, you might as well not be giving okay, well, listen, advice. I'm going to tell, tell you right now. Create a character that uh, they can sell and go and watch other girls who have been on the show find their audition tips online, copy the format, because all the girls that go on the show have almost identical formats. And what is that format? Show as many looks as possible in the video. So many girls, like they're like, here's a dress, and it's on a goddamn hanger. <laughs> show as many looks as possible in the video, but now right. they're not letting you edit the video. Yeah, now you have they to do real continuous. You can, move the back. Yeah. you can move the back swan. I don't know. I already got on the show. <laughs> I know, right? I'm like, <laughs> that was the best part. As I was like, afterwards, it's like, oh my God, I never have, I have to audition. Exactly. For I never again. have to edit. Because you auditioned all three seasons too? Yeah. I did too. So both of you yeah. did all three seasons. Mm-hmm. Stacey Lane, this was Honey, I've done mine the night before it was due. Yeah. <laughs> Work. I, don't give up. You know what I mean? Don't yeah. give up and keep doing Keep trying it. And just because you, uh, if, if you do or don't get on the show, it, it, it's about a puzzle. They're putting together a puzzle. They need pieces. So, right. you know, I, so, I know, I know kissing girls... your asses or lobbying to you guys is not going to help them in any Hell way. Hell no. Well, no, because I didn't like really know who's asked to kiss. I mean, so, so you sending really money to Stacey Lane or India Farah or well, maybe I'm first. That, well, well, you can send yeah, money. You can send money. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, uh, and, and if you're uh, attractive as a boy, you can find me on Grindr. Uh, no. There's an online forum yeah. that is secret and locked by password. Of course, we is actually got, really? we actually managed to hack it and gain access to it. But uh, the, for you guys, that you guys all talk about each Wait, other. Wait, how did you get into the group? I'm friends with people at Google. I'm friends. Anyways, but so I want to know, like, if, <laughs> if, well, I'm infiltrating honey, that, that secret forum, yeah. if infiltrating that secret com- uh, that compound, that, that form might help, because I know some of these queens are actually uh, gotten on it. Really? Yeah. Really? What, wow. Which queens? Yeah. Well, I'm not going to no, say no, names, no, no. Well, but I mean, well, they, well, they write well, to me. Well, no, it's just, you know, there's, there, we as, uh, you know. The we, secret forum. It's not a secret forum, but it's just it's just about, like, sharing the common experience. Because and being a part th- of it. 33 members? Yeah, it just, there's 33 people, and it's just the people who have been on the show. And it's, it's just, it's not about, like, it's not about creating a special place. There's, it's, like, more people in this apartment. <laughs> no, but, <laughs> no, but it's just, it's, it's really, it's really just about, it's really just about, like, the, the sisterhood of the show, because it's, it, it is a unique experience, and there's great things about it, and there are bad things about it, and it's just, you, you, you need to relate to other people. But you guys, like, talk shit about certain bartenders or bar owners um, or bar drag owners, queens yes. that should not get on the show? Each other. Like, the way I look at it is, like, an outlook. Like, you can... 
warn people if you had a bad experience at a club or a bar and you so, can alarm and them. Basically, if you piss off one RuPaul drag queen, you piss off 33 RuPaul yes. drag queens. No, but it's just, it, you know, it's, it's, we work in a business where, you know, that, that, you can you can be easily taken advantage of, and it's Very. just we have to protect our sisters. Exactly. That's what it's about. And instead sisters. of doing it like publicly to everyone, you then can go into this group and. Why is the forum called "Cut the Bitch"? <laughs> well, it is RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> just, kidding, just kidding. Thank you guys so much for coming on the show. Remember, you can uh, find them online. Plug away your sites here. I, ha- I have a question. Yeah, is that guy still on Facebook? Yeah. Hey, baby. <laughs> <laughs> we'll set you guys up together. Yeah. So it's George Linton is his name, and he lives in Lorraine, Ohio, and he's cute. Ooh, how old is he? Uh, he was born in 78. Oh, that's, that's good. That's so, yeah, day. you know. And if, and if you look like you just got out of jail and do have a job... And uh, might possibly be and Puerto would, Rican, and would like and would like to date a, uh, a drag queen who lip syncs for a living and has very strong jaw muscles for it. Please visit <laughs> mimiheimfirst.com or you can visit my band excelmusic.com. That's x e l l e music.com. And my single Party Girl is available on iTunes. So we'll play that right now for yes! you guys. Rock out with it. Okay, you got your website's India. Um, well, my website is currently down. I'm in the process of getting it reconstructed. So you can go to craigslist.org backslash free. <laughs> um, but I am um, a Facebook whore. So facebook.com slash India Fair or facebook.com slash official India Fair is my fan page. And I'm becoming easily obsessed with Twitter. Like my husband's <gasps> going crazy. So follow me on Twitter at India Farah. And I'm www.stacy. LaneMatthews.com More sexual. Why, thank you so much, Stacey. <laughs> thank you so much, guys. <laughs> thank, thank, you. thank you. I'm Fausto Fernos. I'm Mark Fillion. Bye, everybody. Bye, Bye guys. Bye. Bye. And thus concludes our interview <laughs> with three of the greats of drag. One drag podcast to rule them all. <laughs> Feast of fun. <laughs> what did you learn about yourself mark what did you feel like the universal truth that we got into talking to these three fabulous girls mm. i don't i think it was i don't know if it was the first show or the second show where we talked uh, about the you know jill zarin and i think that whole idea Who's of jill like, zarin jill zarin from the real housewives of new york talking about the whole idea behind their podcast is or their tv show is to talk about other people behind their backs yeah, like <laughs> I, we do now. Like we do now. So we're actually because the girls have already left the studio. Yeah. So now we can talk about them. What, regardless of what rumors you hear mm-hmm. about it, all our interactions with pretty much every contestant of that show, with a few exceptions, mm-hmm. has been nothing but pleasant and fantastic. Right. And those people who produce that television show, it's a big business mm-hmm. and they know what they're doing. And they work really hard to produce a television show that people are going to love and going to love watching. Right. And the people that are on the show, drag queens are by nature entertainers. And what are entertainers typically want to, uh, you know, entertain people and make people feel comfortable and wonderful and have a great experience. And that's I feel like I had that with all these girls this this weekend. And what I've learned about myself as a a performer is that if you want something bad enough, Mm -hmm. you got to be willing to go to the ends of the earth to go get it. Mm -hmm. And all these queens share one thing in common is that they are willing to do what it takes to get on that show, but also to go the extra mile in their Mm -hmm. careers. Mm -hmm. And if you're an entertainer or a drag queen that wants to get on that TV show, remember, just like Oprah, and just like this podcast and RuPaul's Drag Race, we cannot do anything for you 
that you cannot already do for yourself. It's inside you? It is inside you all along, Dorothy. <laughs> all you need to do is believe in it hard enough and be willing to go after it because mm. those producers of these shows and us too, we're looking for queens and for people who are hungry. Who are hungrier? Who want to eat? And you and know, Stacey Lay Matthews is hungry. She's a girl who likes a plate of chicken. That's another. Th- that's another thing I learned this weekend is when India Farrow performed, she wowed the crowd, and the and the MC, I forget her name. She's a very pretty drag queen at Hydrate, and she said, uh, "She goes, uh, it, that's what we call taking a shit on stage." And I was just laughing because, like, back when we used to do shows, when you describe somebody if they took a shit on stage, it was a bad thing. But it's kind of like the bomb. You yeah. know, or he's bad. It's it's flipped now. So if you take a shit on stage, it's a good thing. Mark, are you saying that these queens have learned how to flip that shit? <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> so, yeah. So taking a shit on stage is a good thing now. Life is dirty. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when you got to be a performer, you got to bring a bring your A game, but throw a little shit in it. <laughs> As uh, the queen bee, you like to say, in the sensuous black woman. She said, put some shit in it? Put some shit in it, honey. You know, put it ragged, because this love-making scene is hot, and raggedy as sauerkraut. (laughs) 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 Go to YouTube and search the sensuous black woman, and if you're a drag queen, learn to lip sync that. The whole 18 minutes. 18 minutes, your audience will leave you, leave stunned. Mm. They'll be like, I'm not sure what I just experienced. But, <laughs> <laughs> but if you want to entertain other people as well, uh, you can also learn to lip sync uh, Excel's new song. Party Girl! Party Girl! Party Girl! It's available on our website, feastoffun.com, of course. Uh, 5% of all the songs that you buy on our website go back to the production of this podcast and we want to thank you the listeners because without your support we could not do this show mm-hmm. it is impossible right so please visit feastoffun.com slash donate and make a contribution to make this show happen this show and many other shows for the future to come may the best drag queen win and can I get an amen around here alright here's an amen coming up in our interior illusions lounge what time has come for you to lip sync for your life. Wow, wow, Baby doll, wow, if you're packing wow. some heat, you gotta learn to cover it up. And don't fuck it up. And may the best woman win. Shantae, you stay, cause we're going to set Shay away. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Fausto Fernos. I'm Mark Killian. Bye, everybody. Bye.
dancing all night long Then they all get up when they hear my song Face, pose, snap, like that Turning good boys bad Got my bodyguards cause I'm on the A-list Keep talking trash cause you're making me famous Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.